consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. <laughs> Network. Uh, what's up guys and welcome to the DC vs Marvel podcast where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Erzan, I'm your regular DC fanboy and once again in the red, white and blue corner is my, is my boy Ed. What up guys? <laughs> How you doing bro? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah man, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's a bit of an interesting weekend, well not weekend, four days I guess um for us because it's kind of like uh it's like the queen's jubilee so it's like it's a day off but not like a day off there doesn't seem to be anything going on <laughs> like ah, yeah, you know, anytime i don't have to get off early oh that is true for. that is true that is 100 true man yeah so um y- you guys might hear some fireworks going off at some point because apparently there's going to be fireworks going off uh in a in a town nearby where the where the queen lives apparently so we'll see we'll see we'll see whether it's whether that does happen or or, or not there yeah so this is close to the queen oh man nah man <laughs> well well that's the thing it's only i think prince andrew is the only one who's in there at the moment so so yeah so you don't want to be too close to him although it yeah. wouldn't affect me uh, it, it would it would affect me. So anyway, guys, um, we have uh, a lot of stuff to talk about there today. Uh, we got some we got some Star Wars, man. We're going to be recapping all of the all of the Obi Wan episodes up till up till today. Um, some goings on at DC. Uh, the Thor Ragnarok trailer, which we didn't talk about there last time. Um, we got uh, Tales of the Jedi. Um, some what's going on with JJ uh, is yeah. there as well, and uh, and yeah. and some Blue Beetle there as well man so um yeah the biggest news of the week gotham nights trailer oh no 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 i do you know what i've I've actually seen that now three times because i was thinking it's got to be a spoof it's got to be a joke right but no it it was it's a legit (laughs) it's a legit trailer so yeah so we'll talk about that there as well so um in fact let's just come to that straight away man because you might as well get the get the bad stuff out of the way like straight away right so uh so guys i don't know whether you have seen this there or not um this is the gotham knights trailer right so so people who know and listen to the podcast there um know full well mine and ed's views about the cw's uh dc based content right and uh, and i guess they they kind of had a good idea to start off with when i remember when arrow first came out right yeah back in the day it was like okay yeah this is kind of an interesting thing that they're doing or whatever right and and it just flash when it started I enjoyed even the flash the as well season. even the flash i watched the first season there as well but then after that it's just morphed and gone worse and worse and worse right and the culmination uh is in this um which is the gotham knights trade so gotham knights is um is based on a uh a, a team of of basically um different different kind of uh sidekicks to to the main man of, uh, of batman basically um so you know we have a we have a number of, of different characters there throughout batman lore you know uh spoiler different types of uh you know uh different types of robins and stuff like that and for some reason cw are like yeah let's 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 make a program about them right um with uh, while at the same time removing the most interesting characters within that right so uh the most interesting characters being cassie kane uh being uh you know uh who they're already ruined actually from yeah. birds of prey anyway um and um and you know uh, luke fox etc uh you know uh, batwing you know removing people like that and then putting in just just randomers basically um and this kind of follows follows a, a group of uh, a group of I, I, I was watching the trailer and I was thinking to myself, this has actually just got nothing to do with anything. No, they just anything want a, a Riverdale with costumes. That's what they wanted to make. But it didn't even have any costumes in it, right? <laughs> and it was just like, and and it's it's like, okay, you know, we've got like, uh, we've got like Spy Kids, Carrie Kelly turns up, <laughs> turns up at the end. It's like, just, just like, you know, just bizarre. Like, the, I think, the, I think the thing about this, 
there are people who know like the the, the law of of dc and marvel and stuff like that and you know whatever i say about people like you know kevin feige and stuff you know these guys know the source material and they know what it's about and things and there are other people who are just like okay well uh iron man's a billionaire right and you know that's basically him that's his essence or like or or bruce wayne uh batman's all about the gadgets right it's all about the gadgets so the whole in point in this superficial elements of yeah characters. yeah 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 well see like usual eds make, says it much yeah. more eloquently than i <laughs> than i do right so so basically so in this obviously the whole point is that they go and they basically go and discover the Batcave, right? Because that's basically all it is. It's like, oh, there's all the gadgets there. Now we've got access to everything, right? And it's like they forget all of the the years of training with the League of Shadows and, you know, training with Lady Shiva and learning all the different techniques and all the kind of things that that has had done. But once you got access to the gadgets, you're all sorted. And then, right, so the, the thing that cracks me up the most in this is the reveal of this, of this bat cowl right which basically if anybody anybody who makes these these kind of things there and has made an attempt on making these kind of things would laugh when they'll see in that because basically the most simplest way to make any kind of kind of cosplay thing um is is basically to get eva foam right you get eva foam you glue it together with super glue right and then you basically cover it over with like um with uh with you know plaster dip or whatever and then and then do it that way or you basically go and put like fiberglass in it and then sand it down and stuff multiple different ways of doing it this basically looks like the original thing when you've cut the eva foam out and just glued it together like tacked it together with whatever it's so awful right and it's like somebody you know i feel sorry for the person who's editing the trailer because somebody had to they've probably been told you've got to put this in this is a big reveal yeah, yeah. right people go crazy for this they're gonna love it <laughs> Yeah, I mean they'll go crazy for this, but not in the not in the right way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the worst possible way that you could think. Um, so yeah, I don't know who 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 green lights things like this, man. It's just like so bizarre. Like honestly, it's executives that have no idea of who and what these characters are. They they see the success of shows like the Riverdales and all of those, the sort of tweeny shows, and they think, okay, we want to do that, but we don't want to be you know, handcuffed by actually using characters people know and actually have stories. Let's create a bunch of our own in this in this universe. Everyone loves Batman, so we'll just make them adjacent, <laughs> and then we can do whatever we want because they're not char- their own characters. And then yeah, everyone will love it because they're all teenagers. Yeah, you see how they've made Duella Dent as an anti-hero, fake uh, Harley Quinn kind of style, right? It's like Duella Dent, the, the Joker's daughter, basically is trying to emulate the joker so she's actually like way more brutal she like does stuff that is like so messed up to basically try and make him think that oh look this is you know this person is is awesome but now it's like oh no she's an anti-hero harley quinn kind of character which is just it's just so awful man <laughs> just so so bad um yeah it, it makes me laugh because then i see things like this and then i also see like the the this the, the superficially because we don't know too much about it there yet but the kind of effort that it looks like they're making on stuff like blue beetle um you know where they're just like okay there is a comic accurate suit here like a legit comic accurate suit for the and... most part i'm not as hot as everyone else on it the mask looks good but once it gets below the chest i'm not loving the black parts where it just looks a bit weird i don't know but we'll see how it looks in motion it could look yeah on camera. well that's the thing they're obviously gonna gonna clear it up and you know a lot in posts and things like that there but you know in terms of a suit generally I'd, i would say i'd say pretty damn good but then then that's the thing you've got to think about the comparison levels right because we're comparing it now to the gotham knights yeah. stuff because this is a film that is obviously going to appear on hbo max and hbo max in effect is tv and we're in effect then comparing that with gotham knights and you know all the all that kind of stuff you know what i mean so that new game that's coming is that called gotham knights the new game is called gotham knights as well so this is the thing this could damage that 
game. Yes. So, <laughs> so this is the thing. All of this talk on there's a lot of talk on the DC forums and stuff about this because people thought it was a new trailer for the game mm. when it came out, right? And that's why, like, that trailer has got like you know millions of views on it because people thought like, oh, the game, the new trailer, it's yeah. a new trailer for it because it was delayed, right? Um, and then you watch it and you're like oh dear what yeah is that right it's like totally it's like literally like the worst representation of something that you can do man just like damaging their own brand is it's bizarre it's absolutely bizarre when i see things like this i think to myself why why would you destroy your own you know your your own brand in this way by actually you know having something like this but you know i i don't know i don't know maybe there's some good stuff going on we'll talk about that there a little bit later in in dc entertainment a lot of things going on kind of behind the scenes there as well but um you know but but yeah just we we have to obviously see what is what is going on there man so um trailers though come on let's go to the other one (laughs) <laughs> what was the other trailer i can't remember now tales of thor jedi wasn't it, was it? oh thor ragnarok okay main trailer thor ragnarok yeah. okay so what did you think of the thor ragnarok trailer you probably loved it right I thought it was, oh, it was a lot better <laughs> a lot better than the teaser it shows the fun all the things you hate in life joy <laughs> excitement yeah i was i was down with it man. I just can't wait for this it's gonna be great yeah yeah um Mm-hmm. one of my mates actually messaged me like after this he's like bro when we go and see the ragnarok here and i was like you can see that on your own mate because it's frankly like you know crazy I d- crazy i just the thing is i don't understand why literally every single thing has to be turned into a joke because that's just what i see in this like literally every single conceivable thing then becomes a joke then i can't take the film seriously at that point it becomes a parody to me it's all ragnarok to me okay it's the same level of scary movie to me Thor Ragnarok, right? Because you, in fact, actually forget forget scary movie. It's on the same level as those other ones, like superhero movie. And look at this, because because it's literally just like, oh, let's just make fun out of every conceivable thing that we can do, basically, right? Uh, You say make fun, I say celebrate and have joy with. Yeah, I get. I guess so. I guess so. I, the thing is, with thing is, I kind of think like a lot of people who may have been, and there's probably not many of them who were like fans of the Thor comic book, like proper fans of it, um, were are probably just like, yeah, you know, this is great. But in the back of their minds, they're just like, what have they done? I feel the same way with like Shazam, like the what they've done to Shazam kind of thing, because I kind of think, okay shazam they're trying to copy that template and just you know turn everything into into a joke and stuff like that and and make it like mass appeal but i don't know man i just uh, not for me i guess not for me man not for me but um but it did look good i say it did i say they did actually look good and some of the stuff that um i've seen there recently in terms of like quality of cgi and stuff like that in certain things uh, you know, in, in even in the cinemas, not being not being great. Like some of the things, like in Doctor Strange, is a little bit ropey and stuff. When I was watching this, I'm thinking, okay, the quality in this is actually pretty damn good. When I they're looking at the co- the way a lot of these movies are made, like back in the day when movies had a lot of CG, it was usually just single special effects studio dealing with all the CGI for a movie. But now we're at a point where there's so much of it, and these studios churning out so many films that they kind of get. For different shots different companies to do different cgi so with doctor strains there was some stuff that just looked really good and really amazing but then there was other stuff that just wasn't quite up to the standard level and you could yeah tell different people doing different things different studios doing different things and it's it can sometimes be you know all over the place it doesn't quite yeah that's what i'm kind of find, finding like um it's like uh, from so from what the stuff that i i've been reading it's kind of like it's it is that it is basically that thing um exactly what you're saying that you know there's different kind of people doing the bits but basically b- because of the fact of because ilm have been so successful like everybody wants to use ilm 
so now they've got like b teams working on some of it and then a teams working on some of it and then obviously you've got wita as well wita is you know like you know like another another big studio there as well but they just they're not going to say no to a big project but at the same time it's like okay well maybe we can get our junior guys to work on this one c because nobody's really gonna gonna notice it a great deal and stuff like that studios they've got that these little side companies that a lot of these studios are putting like south korea and china and india yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it just that's the thing man just like so much of it um which is you know why it's um why i guess something like something like top gun for example which i saw a few days ago about to say that um it looks so so different because it's like i don't know if you've seen like the stuff on youtube where he is like we had to put six imax cameras in this f18 and stuff and it's just like absolutely crazy like it looks it looks and feels different i don't care what anyone says man you could have the best cgi in the world it looks and feels different never been someone to poo poo on cgi like a lot of people do, like, oh, it's just too like a cartoon. I'm like, I don't care. It looks, it looks great to mm. me. So, mm. so we're going into Top Gun. I was like, we're not going to turn this into a Top Gun chat, but we'll make mm. it plenty. And I was thinking, yeah, does it need, did they need to put the actors in the planes? Did Tom Cruise need to learn how to fly a fighter jet to get these crazy cool shots? We're at a point now we can do anything on the computer. But once mm. you sit down and watch Top Gun, especially in the cinema, if you can see an IMAX do that, you see the difference and it literally you can just feel it and the strain and the effort on the actors faces when they're mm. pulling the crazy g's and it really does make a difference seeing like le- yeah actors do legit things happening in camera and i think actually like um i think actually tom cruise knows that there as well because he's lost. um yeah because the thing is is like okay guys uh you know if if you don't want a spoiler then you can you can skip like skip a couple of minutes or so but basically the the kind of the the storyline of this is pretty much like the Kessel run right so it's kind of like you know that you know so they they're going through and they're going um and they're they're basically doing that like on on the Death Star even towards the point where Miles Teller his his this laser stops working and then he basically fires the missile in this little hole in the ground (laughs) and it's like but it obviously is is it's realistic because it's kind of you know stuff that uh stuff that we we see in terms of you know in terms of planes and stuff like that so yeah i mean i the, the thing is is like you can't you can never get like um a uh you know a film that is based on a comic book about a, a dude who controls lightning and you know go this like you know dragons exist in this yeah. world and stuff like that you can't be like oh we want this all like real you know it can't, it's yeah. never going to be like that right um but, but could, uh, if you did a, a green lantern if you start that again <laughs> and you actually have you know how jordan actually flying real jets like, what, can you imagine if some of this stuff was in like the first 20 30 minutes of a green lantern stuff oh <laughs> mate that, this is the thing it's like tom tom cruise should have been how jordan mate that's all there is to it yeah. tom cruise should be how jordan um and that's the thing and then you could have you know you could have basically like val kilmer is is so screwed up but basically uh, his hit the reason why they could give his backstory of what you know what happened to how jordan's actual dad in uh in, in green lantern you know what i mean and then yeah somebody's gonna do that at some point on youtube they're gonna change it around yeah, and turn him into you know what I mean? face, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing man yeah turn miles Te- miles teller into carl rayner and you know <laughs> you know all that kind of stuff we've yeah we've got jessica cruz there we got we, you know we got, <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah, got john you. stewart you know what I mean? it's like all of them man so yeah so um i guess you guys reviewed that on talking to the movies right so so oh, yeah guys check that check that uh review out on there you can get a more thorough review on there um should we talking about star wars should we go into the the big thing which is the which is the obi-wan stuff because there's yeah um so so guys we uh we didn't didn't review the first one the second one there so we're going to kind of review all three of them there together and it's actually quite interesting to get um a viewpoint of all three of these bits there together um when when the first two came out um there was a lot of people kind of moaning that you know there's not enough action and there's not this and it's like do you know this film is about a dude who's spent 
40 years in the desert uh watching <laughs> or 20 years I or whatever watching this you know all the time it's just the dumbing down of the the audience now people just want to see explosions and pretty little graphics on the screen they don't want to see people talking people dealing with emotions and like development of characters like i, I really love the first two episodes i was really yeah, like, yeah. you surprised uh, me and it felt so much more consistent with flowing from the movies and the other two uh the, the star wars Disney plus shows mandalorian and boba even though i enjoyed mandalorian and all of that but yeah this felt way more of a through line through and I was, I was really actually impressed with the quality of it Right. Thing, the thing I like about it is that basically the people who are making this, it seems like they're like, okay, George, we kind of like where you were going for the prequels, but you didn't execute it properly. So let's kind of fill this in there a bit. Let's try and make it a bit better because they kind of have callbacks to there and, and you know, what happened and stuff, but kind of trying to make it to flesh out the characters yeah. a little bit better Feel and stuff like, you know i know obi-wan's so much better now than i did after the three prequel movies like he's not yeah. even so much more in just those two episodes yeah because because the thing is most most of the time in this obviously he's, he's using uh, a gun right yeah. and um and basically like in in the prequels in the you know revenge of the sith he's like you know it's so primitive to like use you know to use that you basically has one and just like throws it away because he, he hates it and it's quite funny like most of the thing that he's doing in this he's he's using that yeah, um because obviously it's Derek, i think in the old yeah original people barbaric yeah I, mean, I guess he has to hide like who he is but also at the same time it's kind of like you know he's uh uh he he, he has like changed quite a yeah. bit basically so um so in the first two episodes you're kind of seeing that you know he he is hiding but he doesn't have to hide that much his whole point is basically just to keep an eye on luke pretty much right yeah. and Plus um broken man emotionally yeah yeah he's but he's been broken by the fact that he was meant to be looking after anakin and you know making him his uh you know his uh, uh his apprentice um but he actually feels that he basically like he he's at fault because he kind of like lost him yeah. and stuff like that right he became like um, a son to him or a little brother yeah yeah because he, he he says in episode three like you know you're my brother anakin you know whatever and he does feel like you know that he should have um he should he should have been looking after which is kind of why i think he he has so much you know kind of um i you know ideas about luke and looking after luke because it's kind of like i need to look after this kid because i didn't really look after you know his dad properly and stuff no sex so, though, i have to admit all the effort going into luke and seem to yeah like lena can leah can do what the fuck she wants i'm just keeping on that is that is true <laughs> i mean they have to deal with canon to some degree but i yeah. think that's probably why um they're leaving luke on his own and then putting a lot more effort into Leia. Yeah. Um, and, and it's interesting because I've been speaking to different people about this and there's like two camps, right? So you have the camp of people who have kids, right? And there's camp of people who don't have kids. So people who have kids are like, oh my God, this kid is amazing. Like, it's so cool. We want more of this kid. And then the people who don't have kids, it's like, oh, this kid is turning into a little shit. She's going to basically be like, you know, like cautiously fall in between that because <laughs> okay. I get, why she's as precocious and you know uh opinionated as she is because you have to try and show that she has the characteristics of the woman she mm. eventually you know grows up carrie fisher you know who she grows up to be but there is a line you, know, you can only go to before it gets annoying and it's like oh my god someone just kill this kid let's just break cannon and just kill her off yeah but, but i feel after watching the third episode they pulled back a little she wasn't as yeah so i'm thinking like they're they're, they're, they're towing the line right now but he could easily tip over and just be like, oh. Yeah, because especially from episode two, when I was having a discussion with people at work, um, there was a big kind of conversation like, oh, yeah, she's just running off and doing this and walking in the market. And I was like, kids do, do, do you not know how kids, yeah. <laughs> kids behave? That's how a kid's going to behave. They're going to, at one moment, think, oh, I'm safe. And then the next second, like, running into the road. You know exactly. what I mean? And he so, to be quiet, and they just start to scream. Like, they don't, yeah. They, yeah, they don't listen. They can't control Exactly. 
exactly exactly so um you know it's kind of like you know um the, the idea that she's kind of revealing the fact that he's a jedi and stuff like this and it's like be quiet why are you talking but that's the way kids are man so you know um i kind of enjoyed that um the one that obviously um i, I like the build up there as well i even i even like and there's there's been like people on the internet man they need to like take i don't know what cbd or whatever <laughs> do whatever because people have just been like harassing the uh, she's called the third sister i think the, the uh, right they've been like harassing the actress and saying whatever i mean the thing is i kind of like the fact that she's like she's basically been uh they they kind of allude to the fact that um in the third episode that they're just picking up any force sensitives now so there's different theories and stuff but kind of like they allude to the fact that they're picking up for any force sensitives and um previously um there's the there's the talk from the other kind of inquisitors that she's not kind of one of them and you know maybe she's a jedi before maybe well, yeah, she's a sith or maybe she's a one of the first two episodes that some of the inquisitors are um former jedis so i kind of felt that maybe she could have been a former yeah which which then makes you think is she she gonna turn back or i I don't know maybe she's gonna turn back or something i think she definitely has an arc because yeah yeah they have to kind of because rebels takes place after this doesn't it because i never watched rebels yeah so this is a weird thing so this is like so uh the inquisitor gets killed right but then it's like he can't be dead because he's in rebels right so they're not gonna undo that so he must come back in some form somehow somewhere yeah unless he's a clone i don't know and then the the thing is with these lot they they're obsessed with like um making um making the sequels kind of still be canon and stuff right when they should just abandon the sequels but if they might actually show that oh yeah the the inquisitor is a clone and then that means that that makes episode nine make sense a bit more that yeah. you can play Palpatine or whatever. Well, these are these um, babies, isn't it? These other characters, so that he doesn't want to. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully not, man. But I think, so, yeah, they have um, to make it. Yeah, they have to make it seem, you know, reasonable why she's not in there. But she has to die or turn. And then probably get killed. Maybe that's what makes Obi Wan be like, "Ah, screw this! I'm going back to the desert." Yeah, yeah. Or 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 maybe I don't know. Maybe she goes and uh, spends twenty years on Alderaan in the mountains, just just watching Leia, <laughs> while while he spends twenty years watching uh, watching Luke or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I I actually I actually like her as a character i don't have anything against it so i don't know i don't know why people are just off on it um 10 years surely sorry like 10 years surely because then it's like they were like 19 20 yeah yeah so um they're like 10 years yeah 10 years yeah so uh, yeah 10 years from 10 years from now so obi-wan would have been like what 20 years in the desert man so he aged really badly didn't he (laughs) like in those those 20 years man to to become alec guinness didn't he but um but yeah um the that i thought that item was quite good um when um when uh what's it called um sung kang the the guy plays han in um in uh fast and furious uh i thought he was pretty good as well man it's quite menacing and stuff the, the that way him? that he is yeah wow. yeah yeah so he's uh he's 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 the uh it's funny because they it's it's like it's like it's like they say oh star wars is racist and they, they gave him a hat the like, big hat oh i didn't even <laughs> it didn't even click i didn't clock that one oh it's, like, it's so hilarious like oh, they shit. gave him like a traditional kind of a hat like that i just find that hilarious but um so yeah so so they've got that kind of going on and then obviously in the end of episode two we're kind of um introduced to the fact that you know what obi-wan is kind of told like you know anakin skywalker's still alive um and yeah. you know he's, he's become vader um and is is a cool moment there and stuff but episode three is where to me it escalates to another level right i mean i, I when i watched this I, I watched this on the you know on the projector like i've done on all of them and i felt like I, I literally felt like i was watching a film there right and when I saw it, I was just like, this is better than 
every single sequel that they've created right so far james and john sounds like he's back i didn't look at the credits but definitely sounds like him still yeah he's 90 odd years old as well man and just the, the the how menacing darth vader was man he he almost seems tame in like episode four and stuff right compared to what he's like in this yeah. like literally he just he there's just a dude just there not doing anything he just like grabs him breaks his neck see you later you know one dude pulls out the window another one just just sitting there and just like oh snap your neck see you later done you know it's like wow this guy does not give a stuff and then when he obviously confronts obi-wan kenobi he now who basically was uh, um in in the prequels um yoda actually says to to anakin that you should practice your lightsabers because he spends most of his time like practicing piloting skills you should practice your lightsaber skills like you know your um your teacher obi-wan right um because obi-wan is considered one of the best fighters you know in you know in, the, in out of all the jedi order right but he is like garbage down man, because he's like he has got rusty as well, anything in theory he left his uh lightsaber buried for about 10 years so he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skills gold. exactly but well, well boba fett was in a sarlacc pit for god knows how long and he's apparently just gets his skills back within like within seconds right um so so yeah he um he he's really not the way it you know the way that he was and basically like um you know i i like the fact that they've basically got um the different fighting styles there as well so vader's a very much like a one-handed fighting style while he's using the force with the other hand right um because he's so basically so powerful that he can hold it with one hand as opposed to obi-wan who's two-handed like a like a knight basically right um and it just makes it makes that character just seem way more intimidating um especially knowing the fact that the lightsabers get heavier basically like you know like no no that from the mandalorian now as well um but the thing that really cemented the craziness for me is basically when um vader knocks this kind of um kind of canister like on the floor so it's basically some kind of oil or fuel all over the place sets it on fire with his lightsaber and literally starts dragging obi-wan through the fire and he's like you're gonna feel the pa-. i was like damn this got dark this like escalated like big time right um yeah and i and I, it really does cement how flipping evil he is and they they zoom up to darth vader's face and it's literally like because there's no emotion right it's just yeah, like just a reflection what, of against the glass it's just oh my days that is literally like i was watching it and i was thinking this dude is somebody to be scared of man literally somebody to be freaking scared of um and i'm just i'm wondering i don't know if it is is it hayden christensen walking around in that i don't know i don't is think it? he's walking around in the suit because he's too short because they need someone who's like six ten or whatever to be in that. yeah but yeah yeah i was worried about that at first but yeah it looks like they're keeping the body double for the suit and james l jones and just having hayden in like flashbacks, flashbacks or something and when he's in that tank with the close-up yeah. of his face it'd be him again yeah. yeah yeah and because that's the thing man it's just like this this show for me like it's it's on another level compared to the other ones yeah. especially the way that it just escalated now because it's kind of like you know um there's just something uh, there's just something special there like you know when you watch these other things you think okay it's in the universe it's great whatever when i watched the say like the andor trailer which i thought was was good i thought i'm thinking okay this is going to be like a spy kind of yeah. thing that is going on and you watch it you think okay it's in the universe i'm a fan of it you know i'll enjoy it and but you see this and it's like wow this like ticks like every every single you My know button about the only issue about andor is that guy like i just don't understand that diego luna i just don't understand why people love that character he just seems so wood wooden to me in rogue one he was like the least you know charismatic guy on screen so for him to have his own show he's really got to sell me on why he got his own show when it was that yeah i mean you know sometimes sometimes what they do is they just get an actor that is famous somewhere you know somewhere else so i'm just wondering whether he's been in other kind of stuff there apart from obviously we know from narcos and stuff but you know like if he was in something else or uh, you know whether he's 
yeah, at least he had some personality in, the, in, yeah, the, in that guy. there, as a, as a as opposed to this. So, um, yeah, the, I, I, I'm not quite sure about Andor, but this, yeah, I would, I would definitely, I, I can't wait for the last three episodes, man. Um, it just makes me kind of think like we'll talk about Tales of the Jedi a bit later on. Um, the you know, this is the kind of thing that I think some of the TV shows they can explore those those bits but the other ones the kind of the, the top tier ones they should be going and exploring this you know jedi sith kind of you know dynamic basically right um so so yeah so far so far so good um for that there man so um let's uh let's just have a look at some uh some other news there briefly uh before we're going to take a a, a a quick break um we talk about tells the jedi quickly before we, before we go and do that yeah, um, be like an anthology thing yeah so it looks like um they're going to be a number of kind of origin stories where they're going to cover you know the uh, say like uh, you know soka's backstory and you know stuff like that um and you know in an animated format and then basically go and you know um give us a bit more kind of background there on it i like that idea but I don't know, like always I'm kind of thinking, okay, I want to see Revan. I want to see, I want to see Malek. I want to see, oh, you know, I want to see those kind of things. I want to see, uh, you know, I, I, I want to see. Are they hiding and shying away from the <laughs> frigging old Republic, man? Why? I just don't that's get a, it. I, I, yeah, that's the thing. That's I would want. Well, if, if they're afraid of doing it in live action, just, just make an animated series. Just put, you know, just, just make an animated series about, Revan and Malik from from start to you know start to finish you know what I mean mm. they could do it whatever whatever way they kind of want um you know it has it has that kind of arc of you know former Jedi goes to fight a bad guy becomes evil you know both of them then go and wreck the galaxy you could have so many seasons of it you know what I mean um just like you know you could nobody knows who nobody knows who Malik is so you could you could gender swap that if you want <laughs> you know because a lot of people want to you know uh you you want to do that it could you you could make a kind of thing where it's like you know um a couple basically and they go and they go and fight the emperor and then the reason why the jedi now have this rule of no attachments is because that basically was <laughs> what happened there um you know pr pretty much um but we're not going to get that. We're just going to get like the stories of, of, uh, of, of certain, certain Jedi and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to this. Well, it's animated, so I don't know. If, as long as it's canon, it could, there could be some interesting origin story, some characters we don't expect. Like Sulka's a pretty typical one for them to jump into, but you know, a little Qui-Gon origin, that'd be mm -hmm. nice, and a few other characters we don't see that much of. So yeah, there's potential there. I think, yeah, and I think um, from from what I've kind of read about it, it seems like, unfortunately, it's all going to be the same animated style. And I think if they went into the kind of thing like they had with, you know, when they had the Japanese samurai kind of thing and visions, yeah, um, and, you know, they choose different animated styles. I think that would be that would be much more interesting, um, and and I don't think it'll be that expensive for them to kind of make because it's all you know it's all computerized now, right? So uh, so yeah, I don't think I don't think that would be that would be that much of a problem. But um, but yeah, got to wait for another uh, you know the, the, a trailer there for it and stuff as well, man. So uh, things seem to be moving um, a lot in the in the Star Wars universe, man, because it was kind of like things were going uh, you know you, you had obviously you had boba fett and you had mandalorian but it's like everything was kind of all focused around that mandalorian mission and it didn't seem like uh, a great deal was kind of going forwards um just speculation about different stuff but now we're kind of hearing that you know taika waititi stuff is gonna is gonna be the next <laughs> thing that's coming out um i don't know it's, it sounds like it's gonna be i don't know like they if they land free reign then yeah i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know man um so yeah the, that's the next thing that's kind of coming out and, and and we know that road squadron is the one that is coming out there after that as well all these stuff is green lit and it's going forwards and stuff as well so um it's not it's not just kind of speculation there now so yeah things that things are moving at a pace uh in the star wars universe man um 
should we, should we move to uh, move to DC Discovery uh, or the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery, which Discovery. things things do seem like they might be moving a little bit, but I don't know, man. Zaslav, who is the David Zaslav, who is the I, I hope I'm saying his name right, is the guy who is the the kind of um, head of Discovery, has been doing an absolute ton of interviews about. I pretty much everybody just asking what's going on at DC, mate, because it's not, it's not, nobody's, nobody's asking anyone else about, you know, Warner Brothers has like a ton of other properties that you've now just inherited, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, nobody's, nobody's bothered, man. People should be asking, like, are you gonna, you're gonna kill the Matrix now? Now, now this, now this last one came out, you know, or you're gonna try and, or you're gonna try and maybe make an Animatrix kind of you know newer version of that and maybe like you know try and try and save the shit show the, of the previous matrix and stuff so many properties that they've got which they're just kind of you know nobody's asking about furiosa or anything like that which is which, you know whatever but basically like um everybody's asking about dc and apparently um he, they've already kind of um they've already approved uh, a couple of people there who are kind of interim going to be heading up the divisions and he's basically got like they're going to have three spheres there to it so you're going to have the hbo max kind of um part you're going to have dc which is going to be on its own and then you're going to have warner brothers which is going to be uh on its own there as well so it's kind of crazy to me thinking that a like a new line yeah warner brothers new line together basically so you kind of thinking i'm kind of thinking like uh, the fact that dc is going to have literally its own lane is is kind of crazy um what we've been saying for years and they said they wanted to do this so i'm, I'm glad that they're finally it took <laughs> the old guard of water brothers getting booted <laughs> for that fight actually do this like what say so long i just don't understand the dumbness of these people i mean i i'm i'm in two minds about it because i know that everything sounds good and obviously they're um you know but then there's little snippets of things that come and i kind of think oh i'm not quite sure so like we've heard about uh todd phillips apparently they're looking because of the success of joker they want him to be in a creative role um potentially to oversee to oversee overseeing this kind of stuff and i kind of think okay that's fine but at the end of the day when you break down joker it's like if you were if you're somebody who hasn't lived through you know the those those older films those taxi drivers and um and you know those kind of things um then you'll kind of be like okay fine you know just let him kind of take over but there is you, you can't i don't think you could take a film like joker and say like this guy is an amazing creative force and just came out with this thing on his own which is massively successful and just let him just take over everything kind of thing i i i, I can't I can't think of something I compare that to somebody like Damon Lindelof, who basically took Watchmen into some crazy other direction just yeah. because of his own mind. And I think that that dude is the creative, is a creative what you mind. Want. You want someone who is creative, but also understands the world, which I don't know what Todd Phillips's history with the overall DC is. So, mm, but yeah, we, we said that yeah. before, Lindelof. Come on, guys. Lindelof needs to be the one. Lindelof needs to be the one. The other, the other thing is like uh, Zaslav. Uh, Zaslav is basically like he's always he's a businessman, right? He's obsessed with the bottom line, which is why when you look at Discovery, it literally is just filled with the cheapest possible to make shows because they are popular and they make a ton of money, right? So with him, it's basically about he just wants to make money. Right, he yeah. wants to make as much money as quickly as possible, the most populist kind of thing. And that in some ways kind of makes you think, okay, well, he's looking at something like Joker saying that's populist, but also at the same time, I think you gotta realize the only reason why that was popular is because it had the name the Joker on it, because people are obsessed with that villain, right? So, you know, you then go and do that for Lex Luthor. I think maybe it might have big but i couldn't I, there weren't it wasn't the smash the you joker froze for a second oh, did i freeze <laughs> yeah you're right yeah um so so it's just talking about the um uh about uh the batman that came out recently mm. and the fact that you know there loads of people saw it and stuff but it wasn't that smash that 
the Joker was. Um, and you think, okay, Batman's top tier character. Yeah, that's crazy. Batman's a top tier character. So if they're thinking, okay, we're going to use that Todd Phillips idea and apply that to Lex Luthor and apply that to, you know, uh, other characters there in it. Um, to me, I, I I don't know how how well that's going to work. I think the way that they're doing certain stuff there, um, to me, seems like they're getting the right people in the right places. Like that guy who, you know, after last time he said to me, mate, have you ever seen Ted Lasso? And I was like, no, I've never seen it. And then, uh, then you're like, you got to see this, see this program. So I watched a few of the episodes there of it, of, of Ted Lasso. And actually like that actor, um, has I'm, I'm kind of like i'm liking him more and more now yeah. and then you find out that actually he's going to be playing ted cord in in blue beetle as well right <laughs> yeah, so it's like so it's like okay cool uh you know he is he's a decent actor he's kind of like you know apparently like a bit of a shit in real life (laughs) apparently um but um there ain't no real stories about that everyone liked him on snl when he was on there um yeah i think the only reason why people said that is because um, yeah it's just because because of the the divorce papers thing or or whatever basically so and you could take that anyway i guess um so yeah um it's one of those uh, it's one of those things that um you know uh, it could go either way what i suspect is going to happen very likely is um even if the black adam doesn't make a billion i think it'll be very close to it or maybe just push itself just over it the rock is gonna claim that as the biggest success ever and he's basically gonna be like right well because he's always about the next kind of thing and i think he's gonna be thinking i want my production company front and center of everything yeah of the whole universe kind of thing right um and i think that's potentially what's you know what's gonna end up happening um which is which is a worrying thing man so um let's kind of we'll kind of stick a a little we'll we'll come back to to dc there in a minute but we'll kind of stick into kind of on topic there of it um in that uh jj abrams has they've announced his kind of newest project um which is speed racer um the speed racer is basically like it's a manga and anime and also the the Wachowski uh, siblings. Well, the sis- siblings now I'm just about to, 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 <laughs> to create so much hate for myself like I did like I did when I you know when I uh, referred to Ezra Miller um basically like um the um they're gonna uh, kind of make a new version of that and the question is are they gonna follow the manga anime or are they gonna make it like the film because the film to me man was i know a lot of people watched it and they were like they're like it's very much like the manga but it was too weird it was like too it. weird for yeah, me like a lot of people love it but weren't for me i was like yeah um no i think they're gonna go back to the source material because a jj's of the age where he would most likely watch the anime when he was a kid back in the 80s or whenever it came out so yeah i'm presuming it's source material early stuff so yeah yeah. it's interesting because didn't they have that thing where warner brothers were basically like um they're trying to get taika waititi to do um akira Akira, right and it was go was i don't know because since the sale to paramount we don't really know we haven't really heard nothing but apparently it was still in that development stage i guess they're just figuring out scripts and how to break the story so that's the thing like when i was looking at this i was thinking okay fine well wouldn't you know wouldn't he be better to do akira rather than speed racer i don't know maybe people know that a bit more um i i don't know i don't know um the the thing is it's like uh, whenever you're getting whenever you have a show that is based on you seeing things going fast on a screen right you has to have some element of practicality because like when you don't then it has cgi racing it does that's one thing for me that never never works very well on screen you have a proper crafted um car chase right even if it's you know slightly animated or whatever it's always better 
when you've got some practicality there basically um and i, I always find it just looks it just looks weird if uh you know on the on the screen man so you compare something you know like obviously this is way more realistic because it is like real life but something like uh you know the the car chase in ronin or like um the um there was that film with chris hemsworth when he was playing james hunt i can't remember what it's called now um the f1 film um oh yeah yeah rush rush yeah and it's just like it's just unbelievable to like see that on the screen and a lot of that was cgi because they wouldn't have filmed half of that because it's flipping to you know but it's just like the the way that it has to be filmed i think has to be in that kind of form um man we've got a whole generation that you know they're good with the cg stuff when you look at you know phantom menace and that little um race in there people a lot of people love that it's their highlight of that movie and that's literally (laughs) completely cg completely i mean i kind of think now like the the problem is right is that you've got kind of like people who like a bit more old school kind of filmmakers who are like um you know i i'm putting like like christopher nolan or whatever who's like i had to figure out how i was gonna get a camera in in a spitfire where the spitfire is not going to take off with this bloody camera in it and people like tom cruise doing this and filming stuff like you know jumping off a bloody cliff and things like that in mission impossible and things and then you've got at the same time they're also trying to fight against the fact that 90 percent of people have got <laughs> have got a screen like this big that they're watching that on you know yeah. what i mean the amount of people who 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 i who i speak to who are just like oh yeah i watched uh you know i i watched um mandalorian on the on the commute yeah. It's like you, you watch Mandalorian like on your phone yeah, or Spider Man. <laughs> People I know just watch the last Spider Man movie no. on their phone. No, like, what? No, that's just wrong, man. That should be illegal. That should actually be illegal, right? There should be a sign that comes up on the phone that says, "This is just this Yo. is just wrong. What you're Yo. doing is wrong." Right? Pointing the finger. Like, no. Or actually, no, no, no. They should be made to pay like five hundred quid. To like mm-hmm. show it on your phone or whatever right so basically like it's like fine you could watch it on your phone but you're gonna pay 500 pounds for the privilege of, of, of watching no. like some downgraded like why would you watch some downgraded uh version man just you know absolutely absolutely weird but yeah that's probably what speed race is going to be watched on so does he even need to yeah, bother with isn't it like for apple plus or something it's a show yeah film. yeah, yeah yeah which also uh, which brings me on to the next thing which makes me think i don't i don't understand what jj either jj is the most intelligent dude in the world the cleverest person best businessman ever or uh he's an absolute charlatan right because he took 250 million from warner and um i'm thinking like I, I was thinking there before when i was looking at this topic like what did they what did they so many things that they said that they were going to do like justice league dark, dark. uh superman. superman um there was yeah. the whole him being attached to green lantern you yeah. know like three years ago kind of stuff. and he's done nothing. yeah and he's done li- no he did do, he did do one thing he's got he his his son wrote, wrote a web comic right <laughs> uh, which is <laughs> <laughs> which is which like 250 mil for that okay fair enough okay, but um yeah so so apparently him and him and Zaslav are butting heads because obviously 250 million is a lot of money and it's like what have you come up with because that's that's actually not even the budget off the the films that are going to come through that is basically for him to come up with ideas and write the scripts and do all the you know all the preamble and stuff there's no excuse because he got that money in like 2019 he had 20 everyone was at home for 2020 for the entire year he could have knocked out an entire trilogy of movie scripts and a tv show and he's done yeah the amount of the amount of comic books and graphic novels that i've read over the pandemic right he could have done the same thing and just just made up he could have made up a green lantern script just like that could have made up a and the thing is it's like it's got to the stage now where his idea was okay fine um you know they were gonna go for like a uh calvin ellis or or a um you know or a val zod superman but then uh michael b jordan has now got that yeah right so he's now his 
production companies taking over that so in effect you paid double to to get to get this right Same idea. um James and, Gunn did peace wrote Peacemaker and mm. directed Peacemaker and uh, Guardians Free within the that amount of time and Jesus and nothing. Oh, we got to talk about that there as well because it looks like unfortunately our fantastic idea may not be happening. We'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that there in a second. Oh. Um, we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, so because uh, this is the thing, like when when JJ was kind of um, put on as like the the guy to be doing all this kind of stuff, and when they were talking about okay. When I talked about Green Lantern, I thought, okay, fine. He's, he's, he's kind of the person that I might actually like doing that. But when they started banding about things like Justice League Dark and things, I'm thinking, is he the person that you want to be doing something like that? I'd, you know, you want you want Guillermo, right? You want yeah. Guillermo del Toro to do something like yeah. that. You know, um, you 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 don't you don't want. I mean, what I'm thinking back to to JJ's other stuff, and it's like, what has he done that basically makes me think he can make something be amazing on screen and and Zatanna and and, you know, Dead Man and all that kind of stuff and just make it like, I'm just thinking like, how would JJ portray Etrigan the Demon? I reckon it would just be the weird, the most terrible. I reckon it'd be awful, right? Absolutely beyond awful, man. So um, yeah, he's he's either made uh, an absolute, just this blinder, um but i don't know is he gonna have to give that money back or or what because they signed the contract he's definitely in breaching contract now mm. because he's come up with nothing pretty much but maybe he can say oh i was just waiting for the you know for the um uh the, the takeover or the merger or whatever it was and now the merger's done now i can start you know doing creative <laughs> creative stuff again buys him another three years while he makes speed racer right that's his excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing takes that money makes speed make speed racer then it's you know comes back there a few years later or whatever so um several months back in fact i think when did when did suicide squad come out uh about yeah i think uh, nearly a year back now, year right? Now, yeah. um, me and Eds came up with this idea of basically like, if you're going to have um, a Suicide Squad project, which we we knew that uh, James Gunn was going to do, you have to have Ratcatcher and Weasel as a oh, comedy yeah. duo, right? And <laughs> and it doesn't look like that's happening because uh... the Ratcatcher is now in, she is now starring in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So, um, the actress, yeah. The actress, yeah. So it, it looks it looks like that. But that is potentially not me, That means that he, you know, really likes us. That means he, because he, we know he's doing another spin-off from the Suicide Squad. So that could be, it could yeah. still happen afterwards. And know? he likes his and he likes his brother, right? And yeah. Also, yeah, exactly. He likes his brother. And it's you know, he's got to give his brother some work, right? So exactly. it's basically like he's gonna he's gonna be playing um uh what's it called? Um uh Rocket. So he 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 wears the suit, doesn't yeah. he? To, to pretend, you know, yeah. for the green suit for, for Rocket. So yeah, after that's done, yeah, just still, still give him the weasel, give him the weasel outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it just it would just be absolutely hilarious. It's like you know uh, because of all the stuff the uh, the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp stuff that is that's justice been has been done. <laughs> <I feel> vindicated. <laughs> Um, there's uh, there's been these memes going around now to replace uh, Amber Heard with King Shark uh, in, in in Aquaman <laughs> two. They're just like just CGI her out of everything, Dude. put King Shark in it, right? Why and hasn't so... that character cameoed in that? That, that just seems like a common sense slam dunk. Why exactly. wouldn't King Shark pop off in an Aquaman film? Exactly, I think it would just be too it'd be too comical it'd just be like too too because i think they're they're trying to go into that you know monstrous kind of you know yeah. fantastical kind of kind of realm kind of thing and i think it'll just make it slightly too yeah too too comical there really but um but yeah there's a petition going around i'm i'm all for it man i, I think that you know uh sylvester Lowe needs to pay for his daughters because they're super high maintenance right so yeah. he needs to he, he needs money and i don't want him getting hurt doing something so i'd rather he just yeah. he voices king shark and then that would just be so much better man um but yeah uh the, the that as well um there's been stuff that's been coming out about um uh about the flash as well right and apparently like um warner brothers are so confident with that 
um, that they're like, there's absolutely no way that they would ever get rid of Ezra Miller uh, within the Flash because he's almost in every they are in almost every single scene right and because of that basically like um you can't yeah you can't unless you reshoot shot the entire film you could not actually like change it around i'm not saying you need to actually get rid of him out the film i'm just saying that (laughs) at some point near the end of the film he runs and then he i don't know god i don't know man yeah 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 so okay so so yeah canon basically the death of barry allen Wally yeah. West comes, right? Wally West. Wally yeah. West comes back. Uh, but then we gotta have Dark Side to do it. Unless you just yeah, just change the canon completely. Change it. That's it. That's it, man. Because then you then you open in a whole can of worms, man. You need to get Zack Snyder back in to bring to bring yeah. Dark Side to yeah. kill Barry Allen to make sure that Wally West is there or the bloody, you know, whatever. Or just just have um just have Black Adam kill him man because you know black adam is the new the new power and wow. just randomly turns up at the end of end of flash and just, yeah, just, just says the line the paradigm is yeah. about to change yeah. <laughs> exactly that's it and then just, you know, that is the thing man it's just oh goodness me that is it's 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 quite uh yeah it's interesting uh, he I, i've i've got the um sneaky suspicion he is gonna take over pretty much everything that is going on at dc man uh and i don't know whether whether i'm too happy about that to be honest but Uh, i don't know given (laughs) yeah i know you're not uh given given the state of dc i'd probably take anything right now (laughs) to be honest so uh having seen having seen gotham lights and all uh and all that kind of stuff man so so yeah so um pretty much that brings us to the uh to to the end of the um of the cast there um there have been some rumors and stuff like that um i've seen some rumors there about todd emmerich and things but i haven't actually um that hasn't been confirmed yet so we'll talk about that there next time if that is changing if walter walter hamada goes there as well what is going to be going on on at dc because there's some interesting stuff um that, that is going on around there and next time um we're gonna be um getting to the stage there i think it's uh one week isn't it one week left till miss marvel comes out isn't it so um so so that ed's will give us ed's Ed's will give us his review i'm actually a little more optimistic for it there's a lot of people saying that they enjoyed that the first two or three episodes that they got to see you know so i'm like "Ah, okay i'll give it a go i think it's going to be exactly what i think it's going to be which is basically a a kid's um high school um you know kind of comedy drama kind of thing yeah. with a bit of superhero elements in it um and i'm just thinking man like apart from saved by the bell i haven't really watched any of those and probably i've watched any of them for like 30 years <laughs> you know? if anyone who played that okay, it wasn't a good game but the avengers game mm. when it came out on a ps whatever for if that if you remember that story that whole coming up on that mm. that beginning part i think it's just literally just folk that stretched out between just a fangirl found fangirl and all the various mm. you know mentioned all these different heroes and yeah i've been i was checking out the audio book as well of the, oh, okay of it's on audible so just kind of refreshing my memory and all of that so you know, if they go similar route it be interesting. yeah i'll i'll see i'll, I'll let you know if yeah, you know, if, if my daughter wants to see it, then I'll I'll see it. Otherwise, I just kind of I can't I can't bring myself to go to go to go watch that. Although I'm gonna have to do one of them this year, aren't I? So I'm I'm thinking, do I do that or Ragnarok? I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Look at that. You have one to or, do both for the pod. You have to. Oh, Come on, man. <laughs> people expect it. That's the whole point. People. That's the thing. Like I think people probably just expect the the you know the the me to just kind of i don't know just just be tortured watch it watch it you know what i mean i've got to watch the flash when it comes out you gotta do this come on okay okay uh all right and aquaman god i don't wanna i i don't want to do that either but (laughs) but to be honest um okay yeah i guess so i guess so man um yeah uh fine 
I'll do it, man. I mean, I watched Morbius, so it can't be worse, yeah. right? It can't be worse exactly. than Morbius. Uh, and on that note, guys, uh, if you have any comments there for uh, for us on the cast there, on the on on the stuff there today, or um, what did you think about uh, Obi Wan, especially, man? I would be interested to know what people's thoughts are there as well. Um, what I another thing that I want to hear from people is. If you're in other countries, especially in the Indian subcontinent, after next week when Miss Miss Marvel comes out, because apparently it's coming out in cinemas over there, like they're so Pakistan, trying yeah. to push that so much. Um, let us know what you think about that, and you know uh, that kind of thing. Because I know I know we have a lot of people listening to the cast from over there. Um, yeah, let us know, um, and yeah, what the reaction was in the cinemas and stuff would be very interesting to kind of see um the uh i might yeah just just tell us about there that there as well and uh what you thought about the other news day of the week if you want to hear um some reviews on tv and uh film uh just in general uh you can go to uh to ed's on the other cast there which is uh talking at the movies and all podcasting platforms yeah and um and that's the thing man like uh, there have been a lot of films recently like it's it's weird like that's i i myself i really? don't know about eds but i i myself haven't seen a bad film since you know, for like how long so I've had a cinema run of some great art films i love the northman i loved everything everywhere all at once i love the, the weight of best way of massive talent where mm. it was just even lost city a, a film which just should have been a throwaway comedy even that was fun no, but that was fu- that was funny as hell. Though, man. <laughs> that was just like that was like yeah, just a really like romancing the stone on acid yeah, kind exactly. of thing. You know what I mean? So um, so yeah, guys, check that out. Um, send us some messages and stuff, and uh, we'll see you again next time. Hey guys. <laughs>